and welcome to What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. I am Luke Owen. I'm Dan Layton. I really didn't know what my name was just then. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, and then it came to me, and I was that's why all, that's why it came out so rushed. That's okay. I mean, I didn't uh, notice it at all. So oh, you're absolutely. I could have just styled that out then. Yeah, yeah. I? Oh, uh, I mean, just know yes, because only knows your name because they've written here. I really enjoyed Top Gun Maverick. Great to see Dan back. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah. Uh, and Geek here. Uh, this is obviously the comments on last week's video yes. when you reviewed Top Gun Maverick. Indeed. Uh, Geek here says, "I'm with Dan. I've never seen the original Top Gun, so I watched it on Tuesday in preparation for Maverick and made a list of everything I would like to see in the sequel, and it checked all of the boxes. I I hope that they were checking the list off." in the screening as they went, as long as it was on paper. Get this, I saw it in IMAX and 4DX, and it was made for those formats, especially yeah. with the six IMAX cameras shoved into the cockpit. Yeah. I wish I could see it in Screen X and to get that other poster for the collection. We don't have it here in Dublin. Maybe someday. Maybe they will. I love the, the idea of getting a little collection of your posters for your various formats. It, they, they're right, it's it's designed for IMAX. And I think the the the, wonderful 4DX experience is going to throw you. The only thing is the seats don't turn out actually upside down, which I feel is a shame. Would you want the, uh, the 4DX to really be like turning you upside down? Oh no, but I would like to watch other people in there. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm queasy. Are you ready? Do you get no. motion sickness? Well, not really, but I, if it goes on for an extended period of time, I'm like, uh-oh. I know someone who's got such extreme uh, motion sickness that uh, they get sick on a pedalo. <laughs> they're like someone, they're trying to have a romantic date and read Keats to each other, but yeah. it's, I'm sorry, this pedalo is too wobbly for me. In fact, I have seen them get uh, motion sickness playing Mario Kart. That is understandable. That's a very similar thing to yeah. all of this Top Gun things. There's a lot of action happening in, in Mario Kart. That was a door, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Someone trying to make the quietest entrance possible. If you try and make a quiet entrance, it will never go well. <laughs> it's like ripping off a band-aid, you've got to get in. Like this this intro is now fall off a cliff. Like yeah. You might as well just abandon everything. <laughs> Let's get into the main show. This whole show's messed up now. Uh, here it is. We are talking, or actually giving our reaction to yeah. Black Adam and then reviewing Jurassic World Dominion. That's exactly what's happening. Here is the show. We've got to react to uh, the new trailer, the first trailer for DC's Black Adam. Here we go. Black Adam. What have your powers ever given to you? Fluid. Nice back. I was a slave until I died. Well, Lazarus, that's kind of reborn a god. 300 S, you know? My son sacrificed his life to save me. This is all the stuff we saw. Yes. And I liked this. We also there. Now, I kneel before no one. Not even Zod? In this world. <gasps> Hawkman! Said no one ever. <laughs> what gas, Hawkman? 
don't care. This bit looks kind of familiar. Mm. Well, I do. Ooh. I love his little cowl neck situation. Mm. It really, really highlights the collarbone. <laughs> he looks great. From him always. Yeah. You can be the destroyer of this world. <laughs> He's very big. Mm -hmm. He's a big, big human being. Yes, I don't think that's going to help you much. Imagine though. Oh. Come on, follow through. <laughs> Oh. oh, that's not what I thought was going to happen. What did you thought was going to happen? He's just sort of standing there when the dust settles. Uh -huh. See, the thing that struck me out the most there is, mm -hmm. you know when they were winding the window up and they yes. weren't moving? Yeah. It's like, do they think he's a T-Rex? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you stay still, yeah. the rock won't see Exactly, you. yeah. His vision is based on movement. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he caught the rocket. Because, because the, the rocket was moving. moving. Yeah. yeah, very strong. There was also the nice little Titanic... Do you think when they sat down to direct, there's like, we really need to get our tribute to Titanic? It was very personal for the director <laughs> yeah, and the yeah, indie yeah. The Rock. Speaking of being very personal, isn't this something The Rock's been on for years and years and years? This has been, I, what, 10? Yeah. 10 or so years, I think, at this point. I think I've had like five different jobs since <laughs> The Rock like, announced he was doing this movie. Yeah. Which I still feel like how this went down is The Rock went into DC and was like, I'd like to be Superman. And DC said, can't do can't do Superman. We've already got Superman movies. Yeah. He was like, "Who can I be that's like Superman?" Because <laughs> yeah, he's quite like Superman. Isn't and it? they were like, "Well, I suppose we could do Black Adam and make that a bit like Superman." I was like, let's do that. That's what it is. I am now Superman. No, no, you're, you're Black Adam. Black... No, no, no. I am Superman. Got what I wanted. So on the set, they every time you see them say Black Adam, yeah. they're actually saying Superman. It's just dubbed over. Effects are so good. They now. really are. But you can just sort of like it's not like you know back in the old days when you would just have a blank picture with like Mount going. Now it's you know they can just do Superman, Black Adam, Black Adam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, what did you make of the trailer? Um, I'm intrigued by that. I will say I I like that it seems a lot more. Uh, energetic and brighter than a lot of the DC fare. That was always my problem with the DC movies was that they were a bit too weighty for their own good. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That they, they it was the what we what have we said a bunch of times about taking the source material seriously but not yourself. Yeah. They also took themselves seriously a bit much for me. Um, That's why I like Wonder Woman because mm -hmm. there was a lot of you know vivid, colourful action um, for a lot a large portion of that. So I like seeing that. I like his little uh, his outfit. Very cool costume. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and it's interesting as well because this is, I think they did say it's going to lead to a crossover with Shazam. They are like, he has got the same powers. They as all Shazam. have the, the, um, yes. the lightning bolt, which I didn't understand. And then someone on Twitter very, uh, very kindly explained because it could have gone the other way. They could have really read me to fail, but yeah. like they, they were nice to explain that there's a, there's a running theme with the old. It's gods, right? Yeah, exactly. They're yes, all gods. Yeah. And that's what DC... Fury like, of them. That's what DC like really likes to do, is they sort of like, play on this sort of idea of gods. Mm. You know, whereas like Marvel is very much just like, what if regular people were superheroes? Yeah. DC is like, what if gods came to Earth? Yeah. Um, apart from Batman, obviously. Well, but I... You know, they, so I, it's interesting that they have to do a fairly light 
trailer for this or trying to present it as like well because at some point he's going to be crossing over with Shazam which, which is, is comedy yes movie. yeah and, and I think so it's kind of necessary to do that it, so it doesn't feel like a regular DC movie like this yeah. doesn't feel like the trailers for Aquaman it doesn't feel like the trailers for Wonder Woman or you know actually the Batman or or Joker which has got a sequel coming out mm. he seems very stoic in it as well so it feels like he he's there's a gravitas and a weight to it so any anything that is more Shazam-esque lightness will come around it, yeah. I feel like, from the, the, the people who are trying to hide from him by doing it there. Exactly, the windows. yeah. Which you're correct, it was going to do nothing. And <laughs> like The Rock has been saying a lot on Twitter, people are like, how can you do a superhero that kills people or kills mm. other superheroes and stuff? And he was just like, so guys, it's okay, there's justification for this. Yeah. And I think the justification is, his son died. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, he's got a vendetta. Yeah. I, well, the other thing is, is you then have to see how the narrative is going to work. You you have to go in and, you know, how how do you do it? It's a very good question. That's the question that's asked in the writer's room. They sit down and they have a big chat and they're like, well, how do we tell this story? How do we do this? What do we do with this now? How do you, how do you, like, like when you sit down and write a Superman movie in 2022, how do you do that? Well, you would sit down and you would explore, like, what does the idea look like? What does a world with Superman in it look like now? Like our current, you know, that's the, that's the point yeah. of the little writer's room. So I'm sure they have answers to that question. We also saw some of our other heroes in this movie. Mm. It's like a pretty great line in the trailer that uh, superheroes don't kill people. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I do. Rappers do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, we saw Hawkman in there. I did make the snide comment. You did. Th- no one has ever been excited to see him. Hawkman, who looks a little bit like Goldar from Power Rangers, which I was into. Yes. Yeah. I'm all for a bit of Goldar. Yeah, like. although Hawkman... It, they didn't really get very... Like, these superhero writers never really... Spider-Man, Batman, Hawkman, Aquaman. They could have been a Superman. Well, I mean, then you're very much like the other guy that was in there that went a little bit big, sort of like you know, their version of Ant-Man, though I'm not sure which one came first. The comments will let me know. Yeah, oh, yeah, they will. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I could just pause this now and go to Wikipedia and check, which is what they'll do. It's more fun to watch the chaos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, we, we're edited. Yeah, I could go. literally stop this video here, go to Wikipedia and check, <laughs> and I imagine what people in the comments are doing is pausing this video, going, going to, to Wikipedia, Wikipedia and checking, check, yeah. and coming back and being like, I always knew that. <laughs> but we get to see in this trailer Atom Smasher. Oh, that's a great name. Exactly. That's the point I wanted now to make. Now we're talking. Now, we, now we're cooking on gas. Atom, Atom Smasher. Smasher. Yeah, very good. I thought it was quite a fun little trailer. I, I was... I'm excited for it in a way. Mm. Like, I'm not, like, on the edge of my seat excited for it. It's, it's a very reserved kind of, okay, I liked what you did with that little trailer. I'll see. I'll yeah. see when you come out. Or, like, the, the more... If this is one of the ones... A verse in opposition to... Uh, all of them where I'm trying to avoid a lot of stuff. Yeah. I probably will consume a lot more of this. G- give me, um, yeah, give me another trailer for this. Yeah. So I can kind of like get a bit more of a feel. I want to get hype. Yes, I think so as well. Yeah. Like, there was another trailer released yesterday for Rob Zombie's Monsters movie that he was doing. Yeah, you! And yeah. it's like one minute long and actually nothing. It's literally just like a parody of the intro to mm. the Monsters. And then it just goes, end living color. And they sit down and be like, okay, what happens now? And then I was like, well, oh, that's intriguing. And then at the bottom I saw, it's a PG. Oh, like a PG a movie. Rob Zombie PG directed movie? by Rob Zombie. I'm so intrigued by that. Yeah, that did more for me than the Black Adam trailer. Yeah, <laughs> but this is it. I mean, it's early days. There's going to be, you know, we, we, I, I really liked the little clip that it's in the trailer that they showed us at the fan. Is it Fandom? Fandom. Fandom. Yeah. Or fucking, it was Fandom or Fandom Zone. And they, the clip they showed us at the Fandom was was kind of intriguing to me. I liked the. I like anything with sort of gods and mortals and mm. the idea of legend and myth and all of that stuff and people uncovering things that have been buried for decades and all that stuff. I'm, I'm into it. So that did, that did more for me than the, the full trailer did. 
but it's still the first trailer. Exactly. So our first look. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll wait to see the next trailer. That's what yeah. I'm really looking for. I think to. for a first look, a single thumbs up. But hey, you know, you've seen us react to a trailer, but what if we saw families reacting to trailers? There would certainly be more people. Are we not a family in our own way? I suppose we, yeah. Oh, we are, yeah. But we are not eight. Ah. Yeah. We may have the mindset of an eight-year-old. Well, I haven't been eight for a while. Yeah. Oh, it's been a long time since I was eight years old. A couple of years. Well, about six years for me. I'm so young. Anyway, here's some families reacting to a trailer for Lightyear. Oh, what's this? Lightyear. Four-minute flight. Isn't that something? <laughs> We're all ready if you are, sir. Well, let's go find out if this is... What is that? Huh? That looks like Buzz Lightyear. Exactly like Buzz Lightyear. Is it Buzz? Thank you. This is so cool. mission After a full year of being marooned on this planet... Where are they? Yeah, I'll do like Buzz. Our first test is the go. Yeah. What planet do you think Oz? I reckon it's Mars. Get everyone home. Good luck, Captain. He's a bit like a superhero, isn't he? But not, not right, too right. like a superhero. He's in space. I don't know. He's in space. Huh? In space. It's going to fly with Woody Meyer. This is some daddy thing. This is the show. I know. It's definitely cats. The robot cat. Isn't that? Is that a talking cat? Oh no, aliens. The boys are going to save the world. Oh my god, so this is what the toy must be based on in Toy Story. This is genius. Lost buttons. Why are there lots of pimples that you can grab people? I can provide sleep <laughs> I have several options. Summer night, ocean paradise, What's that? Look at my kitty. No, no. Why is it Wait, robot kitty? Very well. Good night, Socks. Good night, Buzz. <laughs> oh! I really love that trailer. It was really nice. With the Cineworld Family Ticket, adults pay kids' prices. Embrace your childish side at Cineworld. This week's big release is Jurassic World. I mean, it begins to go and scale. Really big, yeah. And, 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 Gigantic. Absolutely, yeah. We've got Jurassic World Dominion out in the miles now. I was not special enough to go and see this movie oh. early, but you are special, so you did go and get to see this I movie did. early. What did, did you make of it? Uh, I was very, my friend was very excited when I said, oh, she was like, what are you doing this week? I was like, oh, I'm going to go and see Jurassic World, and she insisted on being my plus one, <laughs> and I was quite threatened by that. So there's a fan base out there who are very excited to see more uh, dinosaurs, more uh, the OG quick, cast. Quickly check my text messages. I, I got an offer to be a plus one for Jurassic World. She is strange because I, I was texting you the other day as well, and I didn't. No, she no was offer. She, she had she had taken it before I could offer it to anyone else. Anyway, well, anyway, what did you make of the movie? I ended up not going because I didn't <laughs> want to upset my good friend Luke Owen. No, I um, I I had a good time. I I you know me, I like things going smash, mm. and in this film, 
there are dinosaurs, what goes smash? Do you know what's kind of interesting? Is that it reminded me in places of um, uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong. Do you remember Peter Jackson's King Kong? I do, yes. Which I was... It was too long for its own good. It was, but I was a big fan of it. I have a very soft spot for it, especially because of the sort of jungle element of it. I think the world that is built within it is quite nice. And there's a few moments of that in in Jurassic World Dominion. I think uh, what's really interesting is how they managed to navigate that little nostalgia pop that you get with... with Because it can feel cheap. It can do, yeah. And I feel like that shot they had in the trailer, a lot mm. of people sort of made a little bit of fun of it because it's like, a, oh, look, all of them are standing in a row. They're yeah. almost wearing the same costumes that they wore back yes. in 1993. Yeah. Look what we have done for you. Yeah. Now come and applaud us. In context in the film, it feels a lot more considered. It feels a lot less cheap. It yes. feels a lot more like they've... they've it feels like a nice nod to the costumes that they were wearing rather than a, a blatant sort of like, ah, 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 they're uh, not wink, yeah. wink, nudge, nudging at the camera. Um, they all have some good stuff to do. That's the other thing. Sometimes if you bring the, the sort of heritage folk back, they don't really get a lot to do, whereas mm-hmm. these guys are very much in the action. And it works alongside the, the Jurassic World trilogy characters uh, who are all together. Um, very interesting um, uh, avenue when it comes to world issues Mm. takes place in the film. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give away too many spoilers. Um, the villain looks like Tim Cook, which I find quite funny. I don't think that was on purpose. It might be, but yeah. um, I enjoyed that very much. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a prop. We're in summer blockbuster territory now. Things are action heavy. There's a dinosaurs chasing after a, a motorbike, which, you know, I'm not going to say no to that. You know, there's planes, there's trains, there's automobiles, <laughs> and there are dinosaurs. <laughs> Really? What else do you need? It was the sequel we were really looking for. Yeah, it was, it was a sleeper sequel. Nobody told them. Yeah. It's actually, it's a film that's got a really like very impactful ending where you find out, you know, I'm going to watch the dead this yeah. the time. It's a really tragic thing. Oh my god, a dinosaur is here! Yeah, it? because but, of the dinosaur. Yeah, that was it, the reason. It, but it, unfortunately, the, the test screening didn't go down that well. So we're like, let's yeah. take the dinosaur out and maybe we'll just shelve that for a different. And they've revived it now. Well, it's about time as yeah, well. So I've seen kind of two schools of thoughts mm-hmm. on this from the reviews that come out. Either people have been like, this is not that great. Other people are like, it's big, dumb, fun, and I really had a great time with it. Yeah. Where do you kind of sit within that? So, um, you know me, I like... You like Moonfall. <laughs> I like Moonfall. I like things that are a bit silly. And I definitely... I, I can see where criticism would come from for this movie. I think that narratively there's maybe a clunky element to it here and there. It's not it's as... a Jurassic World movie. <laughs> yeah, but like also... Sometimes it's just nice to have fun, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. And I like to go and see a movie where I'm going to feel like I'm here... I'm in the story. I'm here for a good time. I'm, I'm here to watch something big. I'm here to watch something blockbustery, And that's the vibe that it's giving you. Um, and there's some nice little acting moments in there, especially from uh, Laura Dern, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. And Sam Neill is great in it as well. Their, their chemistry is, is just oh, as wonderful as it was. All that's the thing I'm really excited to see. I, mean, yeah. you know, I am like the, the, the simple nostalgia pop person, mm. where it's just like, oh, brilliant, Sam Neill and, and Laura Dern back together yeah. again. Like, I'm, I'm all for that. Those are some things I really loved about Jurassic Park 3 was yeah. the, the, sort of the phone calls and stuff. So yeah, then back on screen together. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, and if you, I think you, you have to know what you're going to go and see going in. Like you have to, if you're going into Jurassic World looking for, you know, critical acclaim or whatever, you're maybe going in with the wrong energy. Yeah. That said, I went into Top Gun Maverick the other week thinking I was just going to see a movie and whatever, and I'm not really in the mood. And it turned out to be one of my favorite movies of the year. I had such a wonderful time with it. So I think you can have that experience in any movie, really. Um, I think people, if they're going in to watch some dinosaurs and some action and some crashy and some Laura Dern, you're going to get exactly what you're looking for. 
And we had the chance to sit down with Jeff Goldblum recently to talk about Jurassic World Dominion. But we didn't really talk to him about Jurassic World Dominion. Instead, we just got him to play a toy piano. Here's what happened. We thought it would be pretty epic to create a musical masterpiece in this room right now and turn it into a TikTok. Um, <laughs> so we were thinking it would be kind of cool if we could introduce it like, hey, Cineworlders, this is the tune. Hey, City Worlders. This is the theme of Jurassic World Dominion. Coming in theaters June 10th. <laughs> What's the. Oh, he's jazzing it up. Okay. I'm gonna try to follow this joke. It's a masterpiece. I was surprised when she said it, but it really turned out to be epic. And that's it. That's our, that's our show. Drive safely. Also out this week, Top Gun Maverick, available in Screen X, Super Screen, and VIP, the Bob's Burgers movie, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and Ned. Now, what's your pick of the week? Um, I'm still very much on the Maverick hype train, I have to say, uh, because the more I think about it, the more I, I think what it's done is quite special, and I think it's really fascinating to see how uh, sustained its success is being. I think that's really nice. I think as a, as a lover of Hollywood. Oh! I just realised that's something I didn't say when I was talking about Jurassic World as well. The, the puppetry is quite beautiful. There's a lot oh, of yeah, puppets. Oh yeah, there's in. actually like animatronics in Yeah, there, and so again, you, how many times have I said it? I, I love movies and old movies and earnestness and, and an idea of the Hollywood magic of a thing which exists in Top Gun Maverick because of how much it's practical. The same thing is in Jurassic World. I think the puppetry of the dinosaurs marries very nicely with the CG. Um, Maybe my pick is Jurassic World this week. Well, I was going to say, like, Jurassic World Dominion, I feel like is my pick of the week. Although, yeah. like, Men is, I'm, I'm really, really excited mm. for because I love a horror movie. Yeah. And this has got, like, you watch that trailer and it, it's just got everything that really appeals to me. It's the same, uh, uh makers of Ex Machina. Isn't That's it? correct. Uh, which yeah. was incredible. So. Uh, an amazing film. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, uh, that, I think is my pick of the week. But okay. I'll be honest okay. with you, when my wife turns to me and says, like, what are we going to see at the cinema this week? I'll be like, Look, I'm going to go see Jurassic World. Yes, it's Jurassic World. They're going to go see Jurassic World, right? Dinosaurs. Big dinosaurs. Go smash. Tickets are on sale for Lightyear, Elvis, and Minions, The Rise of Gru. I've seen a lot of, like, you know, we saw some families reacting mm -hmm. to the trailer for Lightyear earlier. Yeah. I'm like, pretty stoked for that. There was a little um, exclusive Minions uh, Jurassic World trailer just before the old uh, I say trailer there were some minions and some dinosaurs cool I don't know whether that will make it to the movie but it was very <laughs> much just to remind you that the minions are on their way uh, yeah Lightyear is uh, Lightyear is sort of popping up everywhere it's getting that like bit of um, public advertising that's it's like, right yeah they've got a, a, a broadband service they've got a food delivery service yeah. I was walking through a shopping centre yesterday and everywhere I looked yeah, there was this Chris Evans looking yeah. as like year around. It wouldn't be a sort of Toy Story adjacent thing if there wasn't a billion times <laughs> of varying degrees of stretch. <laughs> Going back to Minions: The Rise of Gru, though, we saw some families reacting to the trailer mm -hmm. like year earlier. Let's watch some families react to the trailer for Minions: Rise of Gru. They can't stop themselves. Can you speak Minion? <laughs> <laughs> Minions? 
With the Cineworld family ticket, adults pay kids' prices. Embrace your childish side at Cineworld. Tickets are on sale for the July 21st screening of Prima Fassi and on Tuesday the 14th we have an unlimited screening of Good Luck to You, Leo Grande. Can I tell you a secret? I saw it the other day. <gasps> what did you think of it? I thought it was very good. I was very pleased. Uh, Emma Thompson is... I won't shock you to say that she's really incredible. <gasps> she is a one... Hold on. Strap in. I, it's just amazing because I don't think I've ever seen her do a good performance. She, somehow, she manages to deliver. It's about time. Yeah, it's, an, it's, it's a wonderful performance. And it's a really interesting... Um, it's like a chamber play. It all takes place in, in the hotel uh, where these two people are meeting. And uh, there's a lot of exploration of, of age and, and womanhood and ethics around the trailer like yeah. it looks great i saw a poster for it on the tube ride in today mm -hmm. it's a it's a brilliant fabulous poster that's yeah. like that looks like it's a film i need to go check out it's a very subtle classically directed piece it's really funny i laughed out loud a lot it's really emotional in places there's some really i think people are going to get a lot of um feels from it mm. uh, depending on where you are in your life i can't wait to see yeah it's really good see what you make of this from Gia Jack Az, who says the way that the film finished leaves it open for a third um I uh, yes I mean it does insofar as there is uh, always the first one left it open for a second not that that was the plan back in the day yeah. but you know there's there's um there's room to go you could go places if you wanted to I uh, I once interviewed the uh, one, of, one of the writers of Super Mario Brothers yeah uh, the 1993 movie with and, Bob Hoskins with Bob Hoskins fantastic um, I'd sort of, I've been re-watching some of the interviews uh, that Bob Hoskins did for that and he did an interview where he was like he didn't know the Super Mario uh, was a video game um, do your research Bobby uh, until he his kids asked him like what are you what are you currently working on so I'm playing Super Mario and they're like oh you're this guy and they show him the game and stuff and he's sitting there being like I used to be King Lear <laughs> yeah which really made me laugh it does go that way but anyway, I, I interviewed the uh, one of the writers of the Super Mario the last draft they did for Super Mario Brothers and there's a tease at the end of that where mm. like Samantha, uh, Samantha Mathis character walks in and be like guys I need your help and Luigi stands up he's like you know what this means there's a job for the Super Mario Brothers like whoa sequel's coming yeah and I was like you know did you have any plans he was like no not really it's just you write those things in because you hope that it will get you another job yeah literally it's like it's like just gotta put it out. Put the feelers out there. Yeah. Let you know if this movie does well. 
hey, you want to come to the writers that mm. penned you the first good it makes one. Makes it seem like they've got a plan. Exactly. Uh, uh, Aaron Sorkin in The West Wing uh, left at the end of season four and wrote them a nigh-on unsolvable problem <laughs> um, and was like, peace out, that's your problem now. Yeah, and they yeah. went to him like, did you have any ideas? And he's like, no, I didn't have a clue where that was going to go. But uh, have fun. Off. It's kind of like, you know, the J- chaos. J.J. Abrams often just writes things and be like, well, someone will figure it out, I guess. Uh, but then they try and figure it out and he doesn't like it. <laughs> like, that wasn't my answer. <laughs> um, I'm still amazed that man is not in movie prison yet. You know, yeah. He ruined Star Wars. Whoa. He killed Star Wars what? in cinema. Did it? What? Did, stuff's just come out. There's going to be more. Um, Steve Ferris said, I just saw Top Gun Maverick. I'm wondering, do you think that they... Uh, the, sorry. Do you guys think, isn't the plot to... Uh, hold on. I'm just going to read this weather. Did you guys think, isn't this the plot to the last half of Star Wars? So, I mean, I've not seen Top Gun Maverick yet, but does that mean that there is like a giant planet-sized ship that is approaching Earth? And yeah, only... Jennifer Colony's character sort of sails through the sky um, with some magic. No, um, it... I don't see that. I didn't see that. Uh, oh, hang on! Yeah, I do see that. I've yeah. just changed my mind. I thought for a second they were talking about the last half of the Star Wars, like the whole franchise. Oh, no, they meant to mean 77. Yeah, there's a mission that they have to solve, and they, they're, they're flying, they've got to... But you know how in the... the um, this, is, I'm not, this is not plot spoilers. Their mission, should they choose to accept it, different franchise is um that they have to take out a essentially a nuclear development site mm. um and it's a bit a basically you know unwinnable mission um so only the best can do it a trench run and there's an exhaust port literally kind of that so they <laughs> have, they have, it's like you know you know that it's very much you know use the force to get into that one they've got one shot <gasps> do so not miss shot. your chance to blow it's that. very that yeah, yeah. so yeah I, I do see that actually I, I, I took a journey with that comment Mom's and I realised you're exactly right uh, Dirk said it's the summer of 1986 all over again and Mikey's drops in here to say Terminator 2 is the best sequel to an action movie franchise just my opinion I don't think that opinion is wrong. Um, I've never like, seen them. You've never seen Terminator 2? I've never seen Terminator 1. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I was going to say, look, I completely respect Mikey's opinion. I think mean, a lot of people have. Mm. Terminator 2 is the greatest sequel of all time. I think the first one is far superior. Interesting. I think the first one is. And, and would that be classified as a hot take? Uh, I don't think it's a massively hot take. Okay. Because the first one is like seen as a bit of a masterpiece right so it's not like oh my god you think this terrible movie is great i think it's like you think a good movie is good right okay congratulations yeah yeah uh it's just that my thought is just that i think that that good movie is better than what people think is the better movie right i think that, okay. i think the first one is a much much better film um aliens now that's a i switch on that every time i watch whichever one i'm watching uh-huh. so i watch alien yeah and i'll be like can't believe some idiots think that aliens is better than this yeah and then i watch aliens and i'm like can't believe some idiots think that alien is better than this okay well that's nice to be able to straddle that fence like that yeah oh yeah, yeah. I, I, and i get my bum is sore from it but, <laughs> but it, yeah, it depends on, on what mood i am currently in mm. like and am, of course am, am i ridley scott or am i jimmy cam like i just whichever one i want alien be. three uh is it's not Finch's fault that the film is not that great. I don't. I don't blame him. Mm. I don't blame him. I blame uh, the studio for interfering. And it's, then, and I think it's better than Alien Resurrection, which is a hot mess. And then Prometheus. Jeez. I mean, I think we've probably got to uh, move on from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Alien Covenant is a screening <laughs> I went to where I was sat there being like, I cannot believe this movie is this bad. Do you know, I have a, I was at the premiere of that and I have a story. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. So I was uh, sat in like row C on the aisle. And mm. at premieres, what happens is they wheel out the cast and the crew and they say, thanks very much for coming. And then they go off to where the spoons to get a bit pissed. Uh-huh. Um, and as they were leaving, Ridley Scott 100% double took looking at me. Really? He looked at me, walked past, <laughs> and then came back. And it was like, perhaps he's a fan of my baking show on my YouTube channel. I should get him involved. I mean, let's be honest. The whole reason to go see Alien Covenant is for the line, you blow in the hole, I'll do the fingering. <laughs> yes. Actual line yes, from that. A, a real line. Fastbender having chemistry with himself. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the other side of it. It's Fastbender saying it too. To Fastbender. Fast Fast yeah, great. Fastbender. Great. And obviously it's a recorder. Of course it's a recorder. Put it on a put it on a poster. Uh, anyway, we've got to get out of here. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to this edition of the podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week with more hot takes like the ones we've just had there. I do tepid takes. <laughs> really. Uh, thanks for listening. I've been Luke Owen. I've been done later. And that's what's on. <laughs>